I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. On a Wednesday, hump day is here. The week is already over, halfway over, and we have had a blast this week. Have we not? Yeah, I know. Everything's kind of crappy right now, but we're, we're still having fun. We're laughing. Uh, at least we're not in a submarine right now. I'm actually going to get to that in a moment. Little update on all that. I know that has the whole planet fascinating, fascinated, fascinating. Has the whole planet fascinated, myself included. We, we have that tonight. We have the military. Someone wants to know, are they trying to lose wars? The power grid, kind of important. We'll discuss that. Some jaw-dropping news about COVID and its origins, the Hunter Biden stuff, John Durham on Capitol Hill today, Jerome Powell up there, the people in Congress are idiots, Yuri Bezmenov clips you've never heard before, and diversity hiring, the death of everything. All that and so much more is coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. But before I get to any of that, I want to get to this. An email. And it says this, oh, Shogun, I'm a 37-year-old U.S. Air Force vet. 
Recently, it has become harder to keep getting back into the fight of life. Working a job that only pays the bills has left me feeling stuck and losing the drive to keep on. Being single all my life, so I have nobody to help carry the burden. Listening to your show as I drive delivery reminds me that if I give up, the dirty commies will destroy everything that I swore to defend. Thank you for giving me a reason to pick up my sword and get back into the fight. And his name is Michael, and I will leave it at that. I'm not going to read his last name. And I read this because being disheartened, feeling down, is a fairly common theme in the emails anymore. Now, normally, you're just like Michael, but I'm staying in it. I'm not giving up. I'm not doing this. So I'm not, not saying anyone's giving up here. I'm not saying that, but I'm down. I'm down. I'm, Jesse, I'm not making ends meet. Jesse, I'm lonely. Jesse, I want a wife. I want a husband. I want kids. I, I, I'm not making it. And I, I just wanted to address this right off the bat. Now, you can take this or leave it, but... These are times that are stressful. These are times that are hard, especially for an anti-communist, as you watch the demons take over so much and destroy so much of what you love. And that look, let's let's take let's set the politics side of it, uh, uh, politics part of it aside. Let's just talk about your personal life. Inflation is one of the things the talking heads. Everyone on radio, TV, every political person, we love to he'll pull up a headline. Oh, man, in, these inflation numbers and these interest rate numbers, and what do they become? They become headlines, don't they? It's just a headline. It's a headline. But for so many people, maybe for you, maybe you're going through this right now, it's not a headline. It's real life. You're not making ends meet. Or if you are making ends meet, you're barely making ends meet. So you're barely paying the bills. You're barely getting by. You're barely, look, if something goes wrong, you have car trouble or something like that, you're in deep trouble because there's no extra money to fix it. You are lonely, maybe, have never found that man, have never found that woman, or you have and you're looking for a different one. (laughs) I've got to quit. But life happens and life gets hard. I know this isn't going to be world-changing, but I need you to hear me. Life comes in seasons. No season lasts forever. It doesn't. The good ones, sadly, they don't last forever. But the bad ones don't either. And the thing about us as human beings, I know I'm this way. Maybe you're this way too, but I, I know I'm this way. Whatever the season is, it always, always feels like it's going to last forever. You just can't ever see a way out of it. What's going to change? Here you are. You're in your job. You're barely making ends meet. You don't have any prospects. Uh, Forget about getting married. You haven't even met a dime you like yet or maybe that's interested in you. And that's never going to change. And everything sucks. And everything's going to go this way. But I promise you it will end. I promise you it will end. 
And uh, the, politically right now, we look at all the headlines and there's Biden and there's two different justice systems. Actually, there's only one justice system. There's one for you and none for them. And we're mad about that. And the border's open and, and the military's going to crap. And, and all these things are happening and all that sucks too. And we feel like that's never going to end. Joe Biden's always going to be president pooping in his pants in front of the Pope. Kamala Harris is always going to be in the White House sucking it up. It's just always going to be terrible forever. Democrats are always going to control things. They're always going to run every part of the culture. It's going to be Pride Month forever, and this is forever, and that's forever. But that's not the way life works. It doesn't last forever. I only brought that up to bring this up to you. Just get through the next day. Remember, Keep grinding and get through the next day. I was, uh, you know, the various times I've talked to you about the various hard times I've had, various times I was out of work, but I don't know that I've ever shared this with you. And I, I just feel the need to share this with you now in case for all the new listeners out there, the show, keep, the show keeps growing. You guys are crazy. I can't believe the show keeps growing, but let me tell you something. When. I quit my job in D.C. I lost my two congressional races. And I quit my job in D.C. because we'd moved back to D.C. for a year. I wanted to stay in the fight. I just, I'm obsessed with the fight. I want to win the fight. And we went back there, me, the wife, kids, and poured my heart into that job. And we just hated living in D.C. and hated it. And finally quit and walked away. And drove across the country looking for a job. And we got clear to Texas, clear to Dallas, no job, no almost jobs, no callbacks, no prospects, no nothing. And then we moved because we had no choice. We had no more house to go back to. We moved here out of work. This is only 10 years ago, 10 years ago or so, give or take. And we were pretty much completely out of money. Do you know what that's like? Hopefully you don't, but maybe you do. Do you know what that's like? To be out of money. Uh, we got plenty of bills, but there's no money in the bank. And to have to go looking on Craigslist for a job. And then I ended up, by the grace of God, finding a job, you know, selling RVs on Craigslist. And that's what I did. But there's actually a worse one. When I got to know Michael Berry, I was selling RVs. I got to know my mentor, Michael Berry. And he told me, hey, you need to, I think you could have a really great media career and you could be really special and all these nice things. I was saying all these nice things. And again, you know, I make really stupid decisions all the time. You're well aware of that by now. You listen to the show and I quit my job. I didn't quit my job selling RVs. It was a six-figure job selling RVs. I didn't quit my job selling RVs and walk into a freaking nationally syndicated radio show with Premier. I quit my job and started putting up stupid internet videos that were political actually those were funny jesse kelly brief and things like that but nobody was calling nobody was paying and we had had savings we always had saved we always had saved because we were always planning on a rainy day and i don't know that i've ever told you this before but it was it went on for a while this went on gosh a year, two years, maybe at least a year. I don't remember the exact time frame, but it went on a very long time and we were on a shoestring budget. You know, there's no eating out. It's a whole lot of craft Mac. There's no nothing trying to get noticed by somebody trying to get something. And finally, 
finally, we were on our last month's worth of bills. The, the wife is an accountant. We have everything in an Excel spreadsheet. We know what we have coming in. We know what we have going with. When there's nothing coming in, we knew what we had to spend. And we sat down. And I'll never forget the look on her face. And I'll never forget what it felt like inside when we decided, I'm going to have to go back and sell RVs again. This didn't work. We tried. It didn't work. It's over. We don't. There's no more money left. We have to eat. We have kids. We can't have the house foreclosed on. And did you know that it wasn't that day, but it was that week when I got the phone call from the TV company I now work for, the first, that said, hey, man, we've been watching your stuff. It's really good. You want to come do TV for us? The last month. It's darkest before the dawn, as that old cheesy saying goes, almost all the time. Keep going, all right? You don't have to go till next year, 10 years from now. Go to tomorrow. And then when you wake up tomorrow, go the next day. All right? Keep your chin up. All right, that's enough. Let's get into politics and corruption. And we're going to do emails. And oh, Alvin Bragg's still a piece of trash. And we're, we're going to tie that back to Trump and the Durham stuff and all kinds of juicy goodies tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. Now, here's a juicy goodie for you. You want to know one of the reasons you may be down? Your testosterone. Fellas, I don't even want you to take my word for this. Please don't. I want you to go look it up. If your testosterone levels get low, fellas, you get low. Your testosterone levels, if they're low, it will drive you down. You need it. It's not an, It's not just for making babies. Men need it. And if you don't have it, go get some. Stay away from all the pharma crap. Go to Chalk. Stay natural. Natural herbal supplements. Go get on a male vitality stack from Chalk. Start working out, drinking more water, and get on a male vitality stack. Ladies, same thing on the Yugo female vitality stack, all right? Pick your chin up. CHOQ.com, promo code Jesse. Chalk.com, promo code Jesse. That gets you 35% off. Go now. Politics next. You're listening to the Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Before we get to all the Durham stuff and the Jerome Powell stuff and Alvin Bragg, which I'm going to get to here in a couple moments, let's do a little update here on the Titan, the submersible sub that went down to look for the Titanic. I want to just hit a couple things on this really quickly. One, pray because we're now down to hours. They have hours left. I don't know the exact amount, but the problem is it takes eight hours for them to get back up to the surface. So if it takes very much longer for them to find them, they won't make it because they're going to suffocate. Even if they found them, it, they would suffocate on their way back up to the surface because there's not enough air left. What, Chris? Why does it take so long to surface? Okay, I need to explain this again. I don't fully understand it. I'm sure there are oceanographers and very smart people who do, but the ocean is a horrifying place. I love it. I love it. I love swimming in it. I love being in it. I love being around it. But the ocean, especially the depths 
of the ocean are so vast and so unexplored and so hostile and terrifying. The question was asked yesterday, why don't they, they can't get them on the radio? They're two miles beneath, beneath the surface. Radio waves don't travel through two miles of water. You can't get a hold of them. There's nothing, you can't talk to them at all. They don't know where they are. They can't let them. Now, I heard something I almost wished I hadn't heard today. I would encourage you maybe don't go look it up. A surveillance aircraft looking for them that can, that can hear deep down under the water heard a banging and actually I've heard the audio of that today. They were banging almost like signaling. I'm sure they were doing that on purpose, signaling to people, Hey, we're here. This is where we are. But even that doesn't give you accurate numbers on where they are. It just doesn't, they can't find them. They don't know where they are. It's vast underneath there. So the ocean is a terrifying place and they only have a few hours left to find them or it's over. By the time you go to sleep tonight, if they have not located that sub and somehow gotten it heading back towards the surface, it's probably over for them. So say a prayer. And I understand there are all kinds of people making snarky jokes about it and stuff like that right now. And that's why I'm never going to tell you not to joke. I joke inappropriately all the time. Joking helps us cope through horrible things. I, I'm not, I'm not telling you don't make jokes, but Make sure you pair those jokes with some prayer because those people need that prayer and they need it really, really badly. That's one. Two, this is a headline. This is from the New York Times today. New York Times. And, well, here it is. The Titan submersible that went missing in the the remote North Atlantic is the most lightweight and cost-efficient deep-sea submersible ever made. According to Ocean Gate Expeditions, Ocean Gate Expeditions, they're the ones running it. Now, I'm not going to criticize these people for exploring the bottom of the ocean, because I would love to explore the bottom of the ocean. The explorer's mindset, the explorer's heart, is part of the reason we have the planet we have. People, Christopher Columbus, getting in a ship and sailing west and just praying he gets some land, right? However, just... Look, it's just you and me talking here. There are plenty of times in your life when going cheap, when focusing on costs, is the right move. In fact, most of the things in your life. But buy the off-brand cereal. I know I don't have to tell Chris this, but the rest of you, be cost-efficient. That's great. Be cost-efficient. Don't buy the cost-efficient parachute. When you're going to skydive, don't go. If you're going to do skydiving one day, don't shop around and find who gives you the best price. That's not who you want to go with. And when you're going two miles beneath the surface of the ocean and you see anywhere on the website, anywhere that your sub is going to be a lightweight or B cost efficient, You turn around and you sprint the other direction at the speed of sound. No, how about instead of lightweight, you give me the most heavy-duty submarine in the history of mankind, and also, I would like to have to pay through the nose for the privilege. I don't want to hear cost-efficient. 
There are times to save money, and then there are times to not save money. You know my old rule. What's my rule about the three things you never, ever, 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 under any circumstances, save money on? Chris, what are they? (laughs) You almost had it, Chris. Tires. Get good tires. The life of your family and other families require it. Don't ever save money on things you wear on your feet. Your feet are your life. Trust me on that. Buy good socks, buy good shoes, and your bedding. Don't ever go cheap on your bedding. You know, you can get great bedding out there, thanks, my pillow, for reasonable prices now, but you spend a third of your life in bed. Maybe I need to update that to include a fourth thing. Anything that's a submarine going two miles under the water, spend maximum money. Okay? All right. Let's get to Alvin Bragg and some other things. But let's do something else first. Let's also make sure we're taking care of our person, meaning let's understand that we have violent, vile people around us. You see the latest video, courtesy of the New York City subway system, once again. It's awful. I won't even describe it to you. It's awful. Get a hero gun, please. Ladies, especially you. Now, I want men to have it. I carry a hero arrow on me as a supplement to my weapon because I want a non-lethal option because these are non-lethal. Maybe I'm, maybe I get in a situation where I don't want to kill him. So I'll pull out a hero arrow. That's the sound it makes. Spray it with the pepper gel, debilitate him. Then I'm, I'm alive and he's alive and everyone's happy. But ladies, my goodness, please start carrying a hero arrow on you. Please. There are vile, violent people around. Hero arrow. Hero gun, non-lethal. You don't need a concealed carry permit. And when you go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE, you save money. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Jesse Kelly returns next. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is the Jesse Kelly show. We're going to get to Alvin Bragg and then the John Durham stuff here. I'm going to get to a bunch of emails tonight and things like that. I do just one final thing on this Titan sub. I, I saw this headline in the New York post today and just, well, you know what? I'll just read you the headline. Psychologist believes Titanic sub crew is likely experiencing mood swings. No, you you don't say. Really? Do you think there have been some highs and lows over the past forty eight hours as they're stuck in a metal tube two miles below the surface with oxygen running out? How long did you have to go to school to get a degree to tell you that maybe things have swung mood wise a little bit in there? Gosh, these people, man, alive! I th- I went to community college, and I will tell you, I could have told you that this morning. So heads up, just a head up. Uh, look. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. I'm not a psychologist, but as a journalist, as journalist Jesse, I can absolutely tell you that with only a few hours left of oxygen, the Titan crew is probably experiencing some stress right now. So look, hey, look, it's just my job as a journalist bringing you the news. All right. We're not going to spend a bunch of time on this because we spent a bunch of time on it last night. But the the seriousness of these people in our justice system who are currently, they've already destroyed many of the January 6th political protesters. Remember, Trump isn't the first one. They got the January 6th people. They've had those people locked in cages for years now. But Trump is the biggest name, and he's the one they're going after now. And we brought it up last night about how, not just Trump, many people on the right, they don't seem to think this is real or they don't seem to think this is serious. Or maybe these people are just trying to, oh, they're just trying to mess with the primary or, or they're just trying to get him out of the race or that these people are communists. 
and they're trying to lock Donald Trump in a cage for the rest of his life. And it's so important that everyone understands that. And it's also important that not only you understand that, that you understand there's nothing you or I can do about it. The only things that can be done right now to help Donald Trump are, one, prayer. Two, Donald Trump needs to stop discussing his legal cases in public. He needs to hire the best attorneys on planet Earth, spend every dime he has left in his bank account to hire the best attorneys on the planet, the ones that will actually work for him, because sadly a lot of them will not. And he needs to batten down the hatches because this is about judges, juries, and attorneys now. And three, this is what I've been calling for. Sadly, you can't do it, and I can't do it. Red state AGs need to start indicting Democrats to show them they will do this back to them. These are the things that must happen. Outside of those three things, prayer, Trump hiring great lawyers and shutting up, and a, a red state AG indicting a Democrat, there's nothing else that can be done to help Trump right now. There's no fourth thing. This is not a campaign event. They're not going to vote on it, all right? It's judges, juries, and lawyers. How serious is it? Alvin Bragg's being sued. George Soros, violent crime-loving Alvin Bragg is being sued. He's being sued. Why? Because... It looks like Alvin Bragg coordinated with New York Rep. Daniel Goldman. He's that piece of trash we played audio for you before, just a weapons-grade hack. Daniel Goldman and the DOJ, it looks as if he coordinated with them to go after Trump. So just a heads up, the Department of Justice it looks like New York City DA Alvin Bragg, as part of a coordinated effort, tried to wreck him. And let's just make sure we sum all this up. Let's just take a step back and a deep breath and just take it all in. That's New York City. That's Florida. Washington, D.C. That indictment probably comes next month. I've heard July or August, and that's the big boy. I realize the Florida one is really, really serious. I'm not, I'm not discounting that. The Washington, D.C. one, that's the seditious conspiracy one they're probably going to ring him up for charges on, and he'll go into the Washington, D.C. court system, the same one that's treated the January 6th prisoners as if they're terrorists or something like that, and all that, all those three, and still possibly Georgia. I just want to express this again. These people are dead serious. They are serious as a heart attack. Alvin Bragg is not just, he's not just a, what are, what are these loser, these weenie GOPers call him? He's a soft on crime guy. He's not, well, he's a, he's an ambitious progressive. No, no, he's a vicious Bolshevik who intends to throw Donald Trump in New York state prison. He does. That's what he intends to do. He's going to go after this all the way. And the judge, Trump's going to get in New York, the one he really already got, you know, the one who worked for Biden-Harris, or whose kid worked for Biden-Harris. What do you think? How do you think he's going to handle things? These people are dead serious. I'm not saying this to stress you out. I'm saying it because a lot of people have this pie-in-the-sky notion of what's going on right now, and we just have to support Trump. What does that mean? What does that mean, support Trump? This is a legal matter now. And I want everybody, not you, I'm not worried about you. I want Team Trump to take this seriously. 
And when you're going on Brett Baer and saying, I didn't give him back the documents because I was busy, that tells me you're not taking it seriously enough. These people are serious. The same as I yell about him talking to Maggie Haberman and piece of trash journalists like that. Maggie Haberman with the New York Times. He talks to her all the time. Gives her scoops all the time. Does he under, and I know he probably thinks that, well, we're sparring and it's kind of fun, right? I'm a Republican and you're a Democrat and we're sparring and it's a good time. Does Donald Trump understand that if, God forbid, this day happens, if he gets convicted and if he gets sent to prison, the day he gets sent off to prison in handcuffs, Maggie Haberman will write a 10,000 word article that just consists of her saying, ha 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 ha. She's not your friend. She's a communist apparatchik who wants to destroy you and everything you care about. Stop talking to her. All right. Enough. Speaking of which, let's talk about uh, the people who lead us. You want to feel better? (laughs) You do remember. You do remember the good representative Hank Johnson, right? Maybe that name sounds familiar and you don't remember who I'm talking about. In case you've forgotten, here's a little flashback for you. These are the people... Who run the country? This is a uh, island that at its. He's talking about Guam, by the way. Guam. This is a uh, island that at its widest level is what twelve miles from shore to shore, and at its smallest level, uh, or smallest uh, uh, location, it's. Uh, seven miles uh, between one shore and the other. Is that correct? I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> oh, the best is the pause. And then he has to answer professionally. We don't, uh, we don't anticipate that. Well, Hank Johnson today, he decided he was going to question Durham. You know, Durham was going after the FBI and the Russia collusion hoax and Here's how it went for Hank today. To the extreme disappointment of some on this panel, your investigation failed to produce indictments against Hillary Clinton, correct? That's correct. Didn't indict Barack Obama. That's correct. Didn't indict Joe Biden. That's correct. Couldn't even indict Hunter Biden. We didn't investigate Mr. Hunter Biden. (laughs) We didn't. Well, we didn't uh, didn't even investigate Hunter Biden. <laughs> All right, quit. I have more on the Durham stuff in a moment. Now, picture this. Speaking about turning things around, finding something new, picture this. Picture this moment where you quit your job because you make so much income from a different source. No, don't worry. I'm not doing some pyramid scheme with you. Just, just hang on with me for a second. Or... You keep your job, but you know that if you wanted, you could quit at any time because you have so much income coming in. Oh, Jesse, I can't do that. I'm not wealthy. You don't understand. You can. I've told you about done-for-you real estate. 
You know they find you. They go out and they find you the best properties. You don't have to deal with it. Don't worry. They deal with it. The best properties, the best markets. They handle everything. The closing, the financing, the rental process, everything. You, you're not made of money. You start small. What if I told you that eventually you could have 10 homes and that's their goal for you, to get you up to 10 rental homes? That's so much income, you don't have to work anymore. Real people are dealing are doing this right now. Done for you real estate will walk you through all of it. They do it for you. Let them create that for you. Stop investing in crap that's going to pop like a bubble. Doneforyoujesse.com. Just go and find out how, all right? Doneforyoujesse.com. These are our people. I've watched these people tear up telling me about stories of creating this for people. They're serious. Doneforyoujesse.com. Go now. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday, a hope day. And let's do, let's do something here before I get back to the Durham thing. I, I love these questions. I get all kinds of great emails from you. Hi, Jay Steele. This may be a strange question, and the subject of this is how to raise men. This may be a strange question, but I'm going to ask the only person I know who may have an answer. You, the world-famous author. I am a store manager of a supplement store out here in Tucson. I hire a lot of younger dudes that like to work out, so they're very confident like you. The new ones get so frustrated with all the things they don't know, like computer stuff and lady vitamins, etc. What would you suggest the conversation be to encourage them so they don't give up and quit? I'm a little rough around the edges, so my instinct is to teach them what I can and throw that little bird out the window to see if they can fly. Listen, thank you. I can say her name. Her name's Amber. Chris, Michael, remember something. I guess it doesn't matter if Chris is married. Michael, I want you to remember something. Amber's another one of those hot chick names. It's not universal, but if her name is Amber, I don't know what this lady looks like. I bet you she's a freaking dime. What, Michael? Yes, Amber Heard. I mean, I hope this chick doesn't poop on people's pillows like Amber Heard did. But yes, yes, look, life's about give and take, right? Everything's a give and take, Michael. Yes, Amber Heard's a great example. Anyway, um, I don't know how we got to pooping on pillows. All right, how do you handle young men? How do you handle young men? I've always been a big believer in this, and I've seen this work time and time and time and time again. I've seen it work in the Marines over and over again. I've seen it work in sports over and over again. This is what I see. When a young man is patting himself on the back, that's when you tell him how crappy he's done. I know that doesn't sound right, and I know that can offend feminine sensibilities sometimes, but if my sons come home, if my son comes home from a, a race running cross country, and let's say he even does pretty well, let's say, because sometimes they'll be in these races with a hundred some kids or so, let's say he finishes top 10, which the way he's running right now, he'll probably be top 10 this year at least. Let's say he comes home, he finishes top 10, and he walks in the door, finished eighth place, he goes, yeah, I was awesome today, dad. Number eight, baby, woo! Ah, we're going to have to talk. Number eight, you're celebrating number eight. Why don't you get down to the gym and start working out a little harder because number eight ain't that good. But if my son comes in, which he would, this is the way he is, and he's furious that he lost to anybody, 
and he's down and out, and I sucked, and I was terrible. Aspinall will grab him, and I'll hug him, and I'll tell him how good he did, and I'll tell him keep working. If you see a young man beating himself up over anything, this applies to parents, bosses, anything, beating himself up about performance at work or or girls or, or whatever young men stress over, and there are many stresses for men too, just like women, and you see a young man beating himself up, what he actually does not need is everybody dogpiling him to tell him what a piece of crap he is. He's obviously well aware things aren't going that well. Reminding him of that doesn't do him any good at all. If you want to put your arm around him, Amber, plus I'm sure you're a dime. That's probably really nice anyway. If you want to put your arm around him and tell him he's doing fine and tell him he'll learn, I think that would be a really, really good idea. Back to the Durham stuff because I have some problems with some things Durham said today. Like this. Our findings were sobering. And tell you, having spent 40 years plus as a federal prosecutor, they were particularly sobering to me. A number of my colleagues who uh, spent decades in the FBI themselves, they were sobering. While I'm encouraged by some of the reforms that have been implemented by the FBI, the problems identified in this report, anybody who actually reads the report, I think would uh, find the problems identified in the report are not susceptible to overnight fixes. As we said in the report, they cannot be addressed solely by enhancing training or additional policy requirements. Rather, what is required is accountability, both in terms of the standards to which our law enforcement personnel uh, hold themselves and in the consequences they face for violation of laws and policies of relevance. What's required is accountability. Hmm. That's what he said, right? Chris, Michael, I heard that right. He said what he he said accountability. He said that was required, right? And I just want to make sure I'm clear on something. Hold on, let me dig through my records here real quick. Sorry to have to do this on the air. There was a guy who did this big report on the FBI and everything, and he recommended no charges. Hang on, let me see if I can get this guy's name. His name was John Durham. Huh. So let me ask you, Mr. Durham, what's accountability mean? If FBI agents, if people at the DOJ, FBI, are allowed to violate Donald Trump's rights, violate the people who work for him's rights, if they're allowed to falsify documents to obtain FISA warrants, and they're not arrested and put in prison, What's accountability? You're going to have to forgive me, but that's not good enough. That's not near good enough. Accountability means punishment. If I lied to the FISA court, I'd be in prison right now. I'd be broadcasting the world-famous Jesse Kelly show from the prison yard, trying not to get shanked. But when the FBI does it, they get a little slap on the wrist from John Durham and they get a pat on the butt and said, hey guys, do better next time. Not good enough. You know what else isn't good enough? Your cell phone sucks. I take that back. Your cell phone's actually probably fine. It's just your cell phone provider that sucks. And I'm sure the coverage is fine. I'm not actually insulting your coverage at all. I'm insulting the horrible ESG company you pay every month to provide you with mobile service. Verizon is a horrible company, 
AT&T is horrible. T-Mobile might be the worst in the United States of America. Why are you paying them? You don't have to. You can switch to PureTalk. You keep your phone number. You keep your phone itself. It's easy. You save a fortune. They're on the same 5G network as one of the big guys. Why stay when it's that easy? We're, we're going into a break in like 15 seconds. You can probably switch to Pure Talk before I come back on the air. Dial pound 250 from your cell phone and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. The time to switch is now, right now, tonight, Wednesday. Let's get her done, all right? We'll be back. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.